Babies are so wonderful, aren't they? Unless you're a Scrooge, the experience of holding a calm, preferably sleeping, clean baby is therapeutic. It's the job of babies to give love and joy. Now, Shauna, the director of the Children's Center here in the back, uh, told us about their Christmas program, which they started out with the babies, all of them here on the stage, all of them being held, every single one of them crying and unhappy and uh, miserable. I'm not talking about that kind of a baby. <laughs> Holding a peaceful baby is wonderful. And one of my regular prayers over babies is that they will give a lot of love and joy to Anyone they meet, not just to their families, but anyone they meet. Today on Christmas morning, we remind ourselves that a baby is at the very center, the reason we have parties and gifts and good food. Many people have all these things without a baby. Many people have substituted a red-clothed, big-bellied old man with a white beard at the center. Now, we know that Santa originally was a saint, but most other people don't know that. They just think he came from the North Pole. My Kiwanis Club, four decades, and we're talking like 25, 30, 35 years, threw a Christmas party for the children at Villa Park Head Start. We'd bring Santa and gifts for about 74 to five-year-olds. I was in charge of it, and every day I'd call the director, Fayanne, what is the last day of school for you guys before your winter break? And then we were on the calendar, we were buying gifts, we were wrapping, wrapping gifts, it was just a given. But then another organization took over the running of Head Start. My director was out, I think she retired. And in very short order, all the staff was new, all of the teachers had turned over, and no one knew about our tradition. So I called up the new director and I explained to her what we did as a club and she said, no, absolutely not. We cannot have a religious celebration. What was she even talking about? I said, it, it's Santa and gifts. There's no baby Jesus anywhere. I was outraged. I just want to bring gifts to these children. There will be nothing religious. So she made sure that the label did not say Merry Christmas on any one of the gifts. It had to say Happy Holidays, and Santa was allowed to come. But she was very suspicious, and as I've thought it over since then, I thought, rightly so, and I've got to give her credit. From my perspective as a Jesus follower, I was seeing the commercialization of Christmas, the merchandising of the season, the month-long gift buying and decorating and celebrating without the baby that we do in secular spaces. But from her perspective as a non-Jewish follower, it was a month of religious landmines. She saw more clearly than me that Jesus was at the center even of happy holidays even when no reference is made to him, even when he's not visible. Two different perspectives. I look around, I see the absence of Jesus when he's not specifically mentioned, but she looks around and sees his presence, even behind the scenes, when he is not formally acknowledged. So it got me to thinking, imagine December without Christmas. Imagine no decorations. No gifts unless your birthday happens to be in December. Imagine no time off work or school. 
Imagine that this was an ordinary Sunday. Imagine the world without the birth of baby Jesus. Imagine your world, your life, without the birth of baby Jesus. We are here on Christmas morning simply and only because of baby Jesus. We're here because Jesus is the light of the world, and he has brought light, comfort, and peace beyond our circumstances. He's brought laughter and joy. He's brought good, so much good to our lives. I imagine a life without Jesus, and I think it would lack so much substance that I would be a two-dimensional paper doll in comparison without him. We are here, some of us online, on Christmas morning simply and only because of Jesus. And we have lots of reasons not to be here and not for a second do I disparage people who are not here. Please hear me clearly. I really get it why Christmas morning is a hard time to come to church. I have a lot of sympathy for that and I have a great appreciation for people who will come on to our YouTube channel and have their Christmas a little later with us or for people who came on Christmas Eve as their Christmas celebration of, of Jesus. So I am not judging anyone who is not using the specific 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. hour for Christmas on Christmas Day for church. But all I'm saying is that I am present, and I think you are present this morning because we need Jesus. And our life would be flat without him. That's all we're acknowledging. And we are not better than any others. In fact, we are the opposite. We are the most in need of forgiveness and most in need of praising God and most in need of filling our hearts with the baby Jesus. We're here because Jesus is everything to us. And not just Christmas, but life itself would be meaningless without him. Most of us have probably celebrated Christmas with the same traditions, the same food, the same songs, the same decorations for many years. We've read the same passages each Christmas, and looking at it from the outside, it must seem very repetitive, and I guess it is. But we come to worship today to wonder. We come to fill our hearts with joy, peace, hope, love of which there is such a short supply. We come to marvel at God's long end game, his plan to return us to loving, intimate relationship with himself. We come in awe of God sending his only begotten son to earth to rescue us. Because we know we would never have come up with a plan that involved so much self-sacrifice on our part. But God loved us so very much that he sent us Jesus. We come to be loved by him. It's an old, old story, but it does not wear out because of our ongoing need for help and mercy of God. Because we have tried in this year, 2022, we have worked hard. Some of us started off with New Year's resolutions. Remember those? And at different times throughout the year, we may have started some self-improvement plans. Maybe it was exercise plan, a diet plan. 
Maybe it was a devotional reading of the Bible plan. Maybe it was a plan to be more loving, more giving, more self-sacrificing, more present. But I am just betting that some of those plans fail to produce the glowing, fulfilled, fully realized potential of you and of me, not because the plan wasn't good, but because of our implementation of our plan, our own failings to implement our plan. And much as we try, we find we cannot improve ourselves consistently enough to get to the finish line. In other words, we need the baby Jesus. We need God to love us through the sending of the son because this baby, we, because of this baby, we know that God knows our frailty, our human limitations, our struggles. We need baby Jesus because we need everyday forgiveness and grace. We need this baby to give us love and joy. So today I'm going to read a very familiar passage that will start us thinking of who Jesus is and what he offers us simply by being who he is. And as we think on him, just let our hearts raise in praise to him this morning. We're in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. For a child, a baby, has been born for us. A son given to us, authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor. Do you need a Wonderful Counselor? Wonderful is a word that invokes awe. It refers to miraculous, never-before-seen outcomes that are impossible with humans. Most often, this word, wonder, refers to God's amazingly mighty acts in delivering Israel from slavery in Egypt. A God act that needs no human help, that passes full human understanding. Wonderful is paired with counselor, and we can conclude that this baby born to us will actually deliver on his wonderful plans and his salvation purposes. Jesus is able to determine, to guide into shalom, whole person salvation. And let's remember that counselor in the New Testament means advocate, comforter, someone to stand beside. Do you need wonderful? Do you need a counselor? This baby born for us is named Mighty God, all-powerful God. In addition to planning his saving purposes for his creation, Jesus is powerful to see those plans come to fruit. When we get tired of ourselves, when we get tired of the steps backward for all our steps forward, Know that Jesus, mighty God, will save us. Not in spite of ourselves, because we do have to cooperate with God's saving purposes in our lives. But in spite of the fact that we can't do enough to change ourselves for the better. Jesus, mighty God, is the one who can and will transform us. This baby born for us is named Everlasting Father. Now usually we don't think of Jesus' name being Everlasting Father. We usually think of our Heavenly Father that way. But this is one of Jesus' prophetic names. Eternal to our temporary, immortal to our mortality, Father to our adoption into his family, provider, sustainer, loving, everlasting Father. This Christmas, if you are a tired provider, 
for yourself or for your family, if you need someone to provide for you, if you have lost a loved one in your family, maybe even a father or a mother, if your family is not functioning in a healthy, loving way, come to the baby born to us, Jesus, whose name is also Everlasting Father, who adopts us into his unconditionally loving family. This baby born for us is named Prince of Peace. Jesus, a prince able to initiate and maintain peace, lasting peace built on justice and righteousness. Jesus able to give us the peace that passes understanding. Perhaps peace is the gift that you need, that you choose to receive today from this baby born for us. Now, I'm guessing that you need one or more of these gifts because I myself need them. And the gifts that Jesus give with his presence are captured in his names. Now, I wanted to give you a gift today. I can't give you a gift like Jesus, can give, like he can give you peace. I'm going to give you a very small gift. It's a token that is going to remind you of where you can find the gift you most need and who it is that gives it to you. So I have put ornaments behind the Bibles and the hymn books in your pews. They're not on every single book, so look for them. And um, there are some in the pews that are empty, so I want everybody to have an ornament. Do you need some of the kids? Does anybody not have an ornament? Does anybody need some of the kids to bring them one? Oh, Garrison, go around and find some because I think some people need some over here. Oh, here comes Naya. Over here. They need a gift over here. Okay, raise your hand if you need one. Over here is one. Okay, everybody got their ornament. Oh, one over there to Maria. Maria needs one. Now, these ornaments, each one of them has a name of Jesus on it. And his names remind us of what his presence brings to us. So now, we are going to participate all together in praise. We're going to read his names out loud. Um, and as you say that name of Jesus out loud, let your heart praise him for who he is and also receive what he has to give to you. So this is a kind of a prayer praise time, but also a receiving time. Okay, someone start us off with a name of Jesus. Emmanuel. Redeemer, praise you, God. The Good Shepherd. Wonderful. Messiah. Mighty God. Mediator. Lamb of God. Wait, Almighty? Almighty. Bread of life, the truth, light of the world, 
only begotten. Hmm. The way. Yahweh. 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 King of kings. Lord of lords. Prince of peace. Everlasting father. Anybody have another name on your ornament that hasn't been mentioned? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. There are more, of course. There's Alpha and the Omega. There's many more. Counselor. Counselor. Got to be on there. What? The Prince. Oh, the beginning and the end. I think you're branching out, Maria. Very good. The beginning and the end. Hmm. All right. Let's um, just stand for a moment and look at those names. And let us enjoy the presence of Jesus with us today. We're two or more gathered. I am there in your midst, Jesus says. And we are admiring him. Look at those names. Which one do you need in his presence? And which one do we have to offer back in praise to him? A baby's job is to give love and joy to everyone they encounter. Baby Jesus gives that and more. He brings us rescue and salvation. And if you haven't yet received Jesus, receive him now. Receive his presence as a gift. And give him your life, your heart, in return. Let's praise him for being the center of Christmas. Baby Jesus at the center. Close your eyes for a moment. And just say, praise you. Praise you, Jesus. Love you. Love you, Jesus. Come into our hearts. Dear God, help us to remember and reflect on the awesome prophecies which foretold your birth since the beginning of time. Give us eyes of faith to see on this side of the cross what prophets chose to believe through promises and visions. Emmanuel, God with us, Prince of Peace, the Son of God, Messiah, may all that you are saturate our senses and fill our hearts with gratitude and worship as we bow this morning before you and offer our hearts to you. Amen and amen.